Let's go to the story of the day. In the last half hour or so, BC Solicitor General's office says they're punting the Surrey policing decision down the road. We were expecting a decision today from um, Minister Mike Farnworth, but the, he says he's needing more information on the Surrey Police Service and Surrey RCMP. There have been dueling numbers when it comes uh, to whether or not they would keep the RCMP, the Surrey of City, the Surrey City of Surrey would keep the RCMP, or go with uh, the SPS. Now, you may recall in November and early December, uh, the City of Surrey said they would save about two hundred thirty-five million dollars over five years if the transition to a municipal force was stopped. Uh, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke also claimed that a one-time tax increase would uh, would be added to uh, this year's property tax of 55% over existing ta- tax rates. Uh, that's about $1,200 uh, for every uh, homeowner out there and, and even more so for businesses. Of course, the Surrey Police Service said they disagreed with those numbers. They said they could also be fully operational with more than 700 officers, uh, officers by mid 2024. Now, the cost to terminate the uh, the 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 um, the, uh, sunk, uh, the the terminate the transition and almost 400 employees. Well, that uh, is significant, and there's also 200 million dollars in sunk costs as well. Minister Mike Farnworth at this moment is uh, holding a press conference in Victoria in relation uh, to his announcement today. Uh, take a listen to his comments just a few minutes ago. The City of Surrey has indicated that they want to go back to the RCMP. So my responsibility of ministers as public safety is to ensure that there is a proper plan in place that would allow that. Uh, as I said, there's been work that's been done to date, a lot of work, but there are still uh, more information required. Uh, my ministry will be working with uh, both uh, uh, all the parties concerned to ensure that we're able to get that, that, that information so that the, uh, uh, there is a, a plan that's fully assessed and uh, that we're able to uh, to make a decision on. That is Public Safety Minister Mike Farmworth just from a couple of minutes ago. Uh, joining us now is Wally Opal, former Attorney General, British Columbia, and lawyer for Bowton Law Corporation. Uh, Wally, thank you for joining us. Always good to be with you guys. Uh, I'm just looking at the TV screen in our studio. Uh, the minister is speaking uh, at this moment in regards to this issue. Walk me through, because you've been in cabinet before here, what is Mr. Uh, Farnworth thinking right now in regards to what's been presented to him and why he, do you think he needs more information? Well, Jazz, I think uh, everybody realizes that this is a very, very, it, there are two factors here. It's the unusual nature of the application by Surrey, and it's a complex nature of it. It's unusual because in 2018, Surrey Council in Surrey voted unanimously to have a new police force and to dispense with the RCMP. Now, four years later, they want to go back to the RCMP. That is unusual, to say the least. The other complex nature is that the Solicitor General, uh, by law, has to listen to the cities as to the choice of policing that a particular city may want. And so Mike Farnworth is doing the right thing by asking Surrey, okay, if you want to go back to the RCMP, tell me what plan you have. Because the Solicitor General not only has to listen to Surrey, but he also has to take into consideration public safety measures for the whole of the province. In other words, This is not simply a Surrey issue. It's an issue involving the whole of the province. The reason I say that is because the province has already said that 
the province will be better served. They have a regional policing system. That is, the, the um, province would be divided into three regions, the interior, uh, the lower mainland, and Vancouver Island. And the reason for that is the information will be shared more readily and easily by a regional system. So they're going to have that. So what he's going to have to consider is how is a Surrey RCMP, the new Surrey RCMP uh, detachment, fit in with the overall policing plan? And also, he no doubt has to consider the cost figures that have been put to him because they are really all over the ballpark. And eyebrows have been raised in various quarters as to what it's going to cost to go forward with the municipal force and what's it going to cost to compensate all those people who have moved here at the invitation of Surrey and joined the new police force. So that's a complex issue, and I'm sure that he's doing the right thing by considering that issue and uh, the unusual nature, as I said a moment ago, of going back four years later to what you had before. Isn't this, though, a glaring reminder on how poorly the city of Surrey prior to the last civic election, have handled this when it comes to transparency. You've got a major issue here, which is uh, the question you're asking is, do we make that transition from the RCMP to a municipal police force? I would argue, judging by what I've seen, certainly these are my uh, words, not anybody else's, that they have not been transparent. They were never open with the numbers. They were never uh, open about how the process was would unfold. And that's a political decision prior to Brenda Locke. And now we're in this mess where in the last three months, We've had numbers thrown at us left, right, and center. Prior to that, you couldn't get anything. And this is the mess that has now been handed to Victoria. And this is what's transpired. Now, the minister here has to go, do I believe Surrey's numbers? Or do I believe the Surrey Police Service's numbers? When this could have been much more open and transparent, not only just with the provincial government, but most importantly with taxpayers in Surrey. Well, you're absolutely right in that it was it's Surrey that's going to co- end up paying all the costs here. But in fairness... A lot of those numbers were not known at the time because, not known at the time the, the transition was first announced, because there was no collective agreement. The greatest cost uh, component of any police force is a labor cost. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Surrey asked for their own police force in 2019, at that time there was no collective agreement. So it was, a, it was unrealistic to say, well, they should have known what all the costs were at that time. But I agree with you that Surrey Council at that time should have known about the uncertainty of the costs. And there's going to be a transition cost. There's yeah. no question about that. But what they had to consider and what they no doubt considered is even though it was going to cost more, the, that was a small price to pay to have local accountability because yeah. they, they went to the, have their own independent police force, uh, Jazz, because they were the largest city in Canada without their own police force. And by having their own police force, they had local management, a local police chief, and all of that. And that wasn't present with the RCMP. I think the RCMP over the years have done an excellent job operationally. But this is all about governance and where decisions are made. And that's something that that maybe could have been done better. Uh, But the fact is that a lot of that should have been known to city council at that time. Uh, now, once again, you've been in that uh, uh, cabinet room before. The fact that um, the mayor of Surrey has said, look, if this goes ahead to the Surrey Police Service, it'll mean a one-time charge for this transition, which will come out to about $1,200 for the first year uh, for the average homeowner in Surrey. About $7,700 will be applied to businesses. 
surely the provincial election is still a, a couple <laughs> of years away. But Mike Farmer's trans, uh, decision, if it were to, were to be uh, the Surrey Police Service, that means that decision uh, could have consequences when it comes to property taxes. And any elected official says, well, what? let's do the political calculus here. If I say yes to SBS, this means I'm the guy responsible for the property taxes indirectly by making this decision. How much of how much does that impact, do you think, Mike Farmer's decision? Well, well I'm sure he's going to think about that. But the fact is that... Uh, uh, a lot of people are questioning those numbers that the mayor has put forward. So it's Mike's job now to find out how accurate those numbers are, uh, whether they're uh, true to what is really out there or uh, whether they're not, And because it's been alleged that those those numbers are not accurate. But that's something that the uh, Solicitor General will have to look out. But the biggest factor here really is how would an RCMP detachment Going back to the RCMP, mm-hmm. how would it impact on policing in the province? And that's something that the Solicitor General needs to think about because he has an overall responsibility as to what is in the best interest of policing in Surrey when it comes to public safety. And that's more important. Keep in mind also that probably in an overall, in over 10 years, the costs with respect to the RCMP and the local police force will generally even up not considering for a moment the uh, transition costs. And the other thing they have to think about mm-hmm. is what are they going to pay out in severance? What are they going to pay out in damages yeah. to all those people uh, who came here from other parts of Canada at the invitation of Surrey? Don't forget, Surrey advertised for police officers. And so the city of Surrey has to take some ownership of that because they advertised, and these people moved here with their families, sat down in Surrey, and uh, so there's going to be a financial consequence for making that decision. Wally, thank you for your time today, my friend. Complex issue, and uh, it and the soap opera continues. Hopefully we'll have a decision soon. Thanks so much. Always good to be with you, Josh. All right. That's Wally Opel, former Attorney General. He's a lawyer for Boughton Law Corporation.